Hey, Praise Chapel Paramount, welcome to our podcast. Hey, this is Omar here. Hey, this message you're about to listen to is from our Sunday morning service from our series, I Am Feeling, and a message from Pastor Omar called, I Am Feeling Pain. I hope you enjoy. This is a really good message. Great to be with you this morning. We're glad you joined us here on this Memorial Day. And what a powerful video. Of course, we know uh, that Memorial Day is not just a holiday, but we're observing the, uh, the time and the, uh, the lives that uh, the men and women who gave their lives while serving in the U.S. military and Memorial Day commemorates their loss. And as I was thinking about that, through their pain and through their death, it has produced our freedom. And as many people are mourning even today that have lost loved ones in the military, uh, the pain of losing someone they love, yet we're enjoying the liberty because of their pain. So uh, we want to say thank you to all of those that are serving in the military right now and have served in the military. We appreciate your service. We appreciate your commitment. And we thank you that uh, you have served in the military uh, for the liberty that we get to have today. So we appreciate. We want to just pray right now for all those in the military service and those that are in different branches of the military, those that are serving right now, those who have served. And again, we appreciate them. And uh, every time you get a chance, if you know someone that's been in the military, thank them. Uh, my brother uh, served in the military a number of years ago. And uh, we just thank the Lord that he's, he's good and, and God has uh, used him in a great way. And all of those that have been serving in our military and have served. So Father, we thank you for those that are serving in the military, for those that have served, we appreciate them, Lord, and we pray, God, for divine protection upon all those that are serving in the military right now, those that are here and those that are overseas, those that are away from their family. We pray for grace, we pray for strength, and we thank you for their lives in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And so uh, this morning, I'm gonna talk about pain, and I'm gonna talk about we can't gain or you can gain from your pain, I should say. We're looking to gain from our pain. Many times we're, when we go through pain in our lives, we're wondering, why am I going through this pain? And I'm gonna talk about that today. And before I do that, I know that many of us are wondering uh, when our church is going to open and uh, when is that going to happen? And so I'm believing it's gonna happen very soon. Uh, again, our church is under remodeling right now. We didn't know so many things were going to transpire so quickly, and things are uh, um, really moving fast, and we'll see where that takes us. But right now, our church is still under construction. A number of things we still, we're not ready right now to uh, even open the building. And we know that the church has always been open, only the building has been closed. Ministry has gone forward, in fact, in a greater way. And so we're reaching a lot more lives than we actually ever have. And we're making a lot more impact than we ever have. Of course, we can't wait for us all to get together here in this building. But of course, the building has been closed. The church has never been closed. Ministry is continuing to go forward. And so as time goes and we see in the next coming weeks where, where things are at. And again, our, our building as we prepare our building. And we'll let you know uh, our clear, uh, a clear direction and our plan as to when 
We plan to open up here uh, to have services in the building. In the meantime, uh, we want you to just continue to be faithful here online. We appreciate your faithfulness, your support of the ministry, people that are responding uh, there online and letting us know they're praying and worshiping with us. As I was worshiping together with you, I could see people making comments. So we so much appreciate that, and we can't wait to get with all with you together in one place. And so, uh, but right now, we're going to believe God together, and we're going to enjoy what God is doing despite the circumstances. In fact, that's what I want to talk about today as we talk about pain, because even right now, some of us, it's painful uh, for all the different things and restrictions that we go through. But how many know in life, all of us deal with pain? As long as you're on this planet, you're going to experience some kind of emotional, some kind of physical, and even relational pain. Uh, as long as we're here on this earth, because this is not heaven. It's not, the Bible says pain is gone when we get to heaven. So as long as we're here on this earth, we're never going to not have pain. In this earth, we're all going to experience some kind of pain, and you will have pain the rest of your life, and I just want you to realize today, though, that pain does have a purpose, and there's a reason for pain. I was looking at a story, I might have shared this with you before, and I want to share this with you right now. There's a, a, a man by the name of Tony Dungy, if you're not familiar with the NFL, he was the former head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. In actuality, he started his career in the NFL as a player, and he was the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know for some of you may not like that, but he actually was. And then later on, he became the coach of the Buccaneers, and then he became the Indianapolis Colts uh, coach, and he actually took them to the Super Bowl, and they defeated uh, the Chicago Bears in Super Bowl 41. And uh, this man uh, has great achievement, but one of the things that he had to battle with years ago, he talked about how his young son by the name of Jordan was born with a, um, a, a, a disease that uh, basically a congenital disease or congenital condition which causes his son not to feel any pain. He doesn't feel the sensation of pain. Now, many of us would think, man, that would be great that I don't feel no pain, man, that would be so good. And yet, at first, when you think about it, you think, well, if I didn't feel no pain, I could do a lot of things and, and uh, it, it wouldn't cause me any pain. And he said that's exactly what it was with his son. But the problem was that he said they begin to see the problems when someone doesn't have any pain. He said his son, many times a lot of us can enjoy a cookie from the plate and eat it. Cookies are good. But he said his son many times would go uh, while his mom wasn't looking and while the oven was on, he would pull the rack out with his hand because he wouldn't feel the pain, pull the pan out when it was hot and eat the cookie and put it in his mouth, a burning cookie, and it would burn his mouth, but he would not feel the pain. And they realized that his son, because he couldn't feel the pain, didn't realize the danger of touching things or doing things. He was kind of fearless. He didn't know the difference between what's good and what's harmful. And so he said they had to teach him uh, different things because he didn't have pain signaling him, pain indicating to him that this is not good for you. 
And I want you to realize that when we think about our own personal lives, uh, uh, why does the Lord allow pain? In fact, Tony Dungy, which is the Christian, said this. Uh, many times we wonder why do bad things happen to people? And they say, if God loves you, why did he allow these hurtful things to happen? And Dungy said, we've learned that a lot of times because of that pain, that temporary pain, he said, you learn what's harmful and you learn the fear, the, uh, you learn how to fear the right things. He said, pain sometimes lets us know we have a condition that needs to be healed. And pain sometimes allows us to see the condition inside of us many times that needs to be healed. So there is the purpose behind pain. I don't think I'm going to even get through this message today because there's so much here. But I want to share with you today that God does use pain for a purpose. God wants us to do or learn a number of things when we're going through pain. Basically, I want to say to you, you can gain from your pain and don't waste the pain that you're going through. Because a lot of times we're going through this pain and we're saying, how is this pain going to be good for me? How is this pain going to be useful for me? How is this pain going to edify and help me? How is this pain going to help someone else? And I'm here to tell you today, the greatest contribution that you can make to the world and to your ministry or, or use it as the ministry, the greatest contribution that you can do is not sharing your strength with people. Because many times, I want to just say to you, we impress with our strengths, but I want you to know we connect with our weaknesses and our pain. You can impress with your strength today, but we can connect and minister through our weaknesses. Have you ever met someone that was just multi-talented? And you look at them and you say, man, they just, they, they can do everything. I mean, everything they do, it's like whatever they touch is gold and, and that's good. And you say, congratulations, but that, how does that help you? They say, well, you know, do it this way. You see all this multi-talent that they have and you say, man, that's good for them, but it's not going to help me for where I'm at right now. It's not going to help my pain. But then you find someone that says, man, I've gone through this pain. I've gone through all of these issues and problems in my life. And then you begin to realize, you know what? If they could make it through that pain, if they could make it through those issues, if they could make it through those problems, maybe I can make it. Maybe I have some hope. And who could better help someone who's been going through something if you've gone through the same thing? For instance, someone that uh, had gone through a divorce, how many uh, so can, who can minister better to that person who's been divorced than someone that's gone through a divorce? Or someone that has lost a loved one and someone that was close to them, who can better minister to them than the person that's gone through the same pain? Who can better minister to someone that's gone through a bankruptcy and lost their money and lost everything and left it with somebody else that's gone through the same thing? Who can help someone that's going through cancer than someone that has gone through cancer already? Who can help someone that's been abused and raped and all of that? And, and, and it could be who can better help that person if that person has gone through the same thing? There's something about pain. Maybe you've gone through a lot of things in your life. Believe it or not, don't waste the pain. Gain from your pain and minister to others from your pain. And here's what I want to say to you. Sometimes the most embarrassing things that have happened in our life, the most painful things in our life can actually be a ministry to others. So let me pray. Father, we thank you today for the Holy Spirit. 
We pray today, God, we want to gain from our pain. Lord, how are we feeling today? Many of us are going through a pain, maybe a loss, maybe something has gone wrong, maybe some difficulty, maybe some problems in our life. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray for your healing power to help them. But I pray that this word would help them and encourage them and move them forward, God, and not backwards. And I pray today, God, that whatever pain they're enduring right now, whatever loss that's going on in their life today, it would advance them today forward, and you would help minister to them. So I pray for every word that I speak today, that you would anoint it with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So today, again, I want to talk about how God can use your experiences God can use your problems and your difficulties, the things that you've gone through in your life, friend. He could use it instead of wasting them, instead of saying there's no use. Could it be that God could use the very things that you've gone through in life to minister to somebody else? And really, as you start ministering to someone else, just listen to what I'm saying. As you begin to minister to somebody else through the pain that you've gone through, God even begins to heal you more because you're ministering and using that pain to minister to someone else. See, all of us have had some pain and suffering in our lives. Maybe you're going through some pain and suffering right now, and I'm here to tell you, don't waste the pain. Profit from your problems, okay? Advance from your adversity. Learn from your losses and improve from your injuries. People that go through pain today, you can gain from your pain. I read, I read something that said, we don't wrestle with bears. The pain is unbearable. Hallelujah. So what I want to do today, this, this Sunday, is I want us to look at why pain has the purpose. And Paul the Apostle says this in Galatians chapter 3, verse 4. Look at what he says. He says, have you gone through all of this for nothing? Is it really all for nothing? And I want you to answer that, not publicly, but in your mind. All the stuff that you've gone through, have you grown from it? All the pain and all the problems that you've endured in life, are you wasting it or has it helped you? Are you further down the road? Have you just gone through it? Do you just go through it or have you grown through it, right? Don't just go through it, grow through it. Is it possible today that the experiences that you've had, the pain in your life, there's actually purpose? I'm not saying that God designed it for you, but I'm saying God allowed it and God is going to use it for his glory and for his, pain, for his praise. Now, here's what I want you to realize, something about pain. That pain today will get your attention. There's nothing more stronger and nothing more effective that can get your attention than pain. Am I correct? I mean, how many know our, our, our kids, when we keep telling them, don't touch the stove, there's nothing more that can get their attention until they touch that stove and, they re and, they, and it's so hot, they burn it. Boy, that gets their attention real quick. It alerts them. And I believe it's the same way as adults. It's the same way as people in life. When we go through pain, it gets our attention. Here's what it says in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 30. It says, sometimes it takes a painful situation to make us change our ways. Sometimes some of the most painful situations that we go through in life will cause you to change your life, will cause you to change your ways. Sometimes you won't change your ways unless you experience some pain. 
Sometimes you won't change some things and some attitudes and some perspectives unless you change or unless there's pain in your life. See, God uses the pain in our life for different purposes. God uses pain to correct us. God uses pain to perfect us. God uses pain, believe it or not, to protect us many times. God will have us experience some pain right now because there's some greater pain later on if we don't take care of that small pain that we have right now. So believe it or not, I'm just starting here, folks. I want to just say to you that this pain gets our attention. So what does pain do? Pain indicates that there is something wrong. If you're having an emotional pain, if you're having a relational pain, uh, pain right now. It's indicating that something wrong in that relationship. Something's going on in your life. There's something happening that needs to be corrected. There's some, that pain indicates that something isn't right. Something is. How many? How many go to the doctor because you're experiencing some pain? It, the pain is telling you something is not right. Something is not correct in your body, and that pain is telling you that so you can get it corrected. Many times, it's that pain that causes our attention that we need to get it corrected. We need to get it changed. We need to get it healed. C.S. Lewis made this statement. He said, God whispers to us in our pleasure, but he shouts out to us in our pain. Basically, pain is God's megaphone. God is shouting out. God is waking us up. God is getting our attention. Something is wrong in our relationships. Something is wrong in our finances. Something is wrong in our physical health. Well, it's an alarm button when we're experiencing pain. It's a warning light to say, you've got to change this. It's very important today. Uh, ra- rarely does change take place unless we are experiencing some pain. How many know someone or you've experienced this yourself? You know you need to make some changes physically. You know you need to make some changes health-wise. And really, unless you experience some pain, you're not going to get a wake-up call. But how many have met someone that's been, I had a heart attack. I had to go to the doctor. I was experiencing trouble breathing. All of a sudden, that pain caused you to realize there was a wake-up call. And said, man, I need to make some changes. I need to take care of this. I need, I need to make sure that uh, I need to start taking care of my health. And how many have met people that now they're exercising, they're eating right? It was the pain that caused them to change. If you're a person that likes to speed down the highway, I'll tell you what, man, as soon as you get the pain of a traffic ticket and the pain to have to uh, see your insurance premium go up, man, that'll make you change the way you drive, right? And so many times what we do is we postpone things that need to be changed But we don't change them because we don't have the pain yet. But as soon as the pain comes, I can't tell you how many marriages, they're they're suffering pain right now or they're they're going through problems and issues. And then when one of the spouse leaves, then they experience the pain of loneliness and they realize, man, maybe I need to change. Maybe I need to go to counseling. Usually they wait the last minute. You know, it's been all kinds of problems, but now the pain of someone walking away, the pain of somebody walking out, now they realize, man, I need to change. I need to start talking to them right and treating them right. The Bible tells us the story of the prodigal son that basically left his dad 
and left his home. And the Bible says he ends up in a pigsty, right? He's up out there feeding pigs. And the Bible says he came to his senses. Why? Because he was experiencing the pain of hunger, the pain of being in the mud and the miry clay. And it was that pain that he experienced that caused him to open up his eyes. And it got his attention. And he said, man, I need to change. In the Old Testament, it gives us the story of Elijah. The Bible says uh, that he goes to this brook and in this brook, God provides him water and God sends him a raven to get him uh, uh, food, meat and bread. And man, he's having like this little vacation by the brook. Everything is good. But the Bible says one day that the brook dried up. The tree that he was under dried up. Everything, everything just kind of went away. He's mad at God. And he's wondering, God, why is this happening? And God was trying to get him to shift. God was trying to get him to move. God was trying to get him to change where he was at. Have you ever had the brook in your life dry up? The things that were refreshing in you, the things that, and bam, all of a sudden it dried up because sometimes God uses the pain to get our attention to cause us to change some things. And this is what I want to say to you, that if we're really honest today, all of us have experienced some pain. All of us have gone through some pain in our life. You've been in a place where, man, it's been painful. You're not always running a victory lap. Uh, every once in a while, we're going to experience pain. And here's the thing I want to say to you. You need to be authentic and honest about the pain you're going through because they can minister to others. Paul the Apostle was so powerful. The reason why Paul the Apostle was so effective, we know he was anointed of God. We know God used him and gifted him. And, and, and you know, many things happened through Paul's life, miracles. But his greatest effectiveness was the fact that Paul was real honest about the pain that he was going through. He was real honest about the things that, that he went through in life. And, and so I want to talk about a couple of those things today. And hopefully I can get through this message. Maybe I'll go through part two. I don't know. But I, I want to just share first. If you're taking notes, write this down. The first thing is pain will draw you closer to God. Now, I know we don't like that. But believe it or not, Paul talks about how the pain that he went through drew him closer to God than ever before. And I want to say to you that the pain that you're going through right now can draw you closer to God. Now, here's what I've learned. Uh, when people go through pain, it can either draw them closer to God or draw them away from God. Now, by nature, we should naturally turn to God when we go through a crisis. If you notice our nation, whenever it goes through a crisis, it turns to God. Uh, if you remember 9-11, people were in church and they were praying. Whenever there's a, some kind of crisis of explosion or, or terrorist thing or, or even this pandemic, people are turning to God because instinctively we know when we're going through some pain and we're going through some problem, we need to cry out to God. It should naturally cause us when we're in pain to get closer to God. Now, there is some people believe it or not, that turn away from God during pain. And rather than draw them closer to God, they move away from God. But friend, if you're really someone that understands pain, if you understand the, the, the great thing about pain, it should draw you closer to God, not further away from God. Now, how do we draw closer to God when we're going through pain? We have to become better, not bitter. Here's what Paul the Apostle said 
in First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter one, he said, "We are crushed and overwhelmed." And, and he said, uh, and, and he said we were powerless, uh, and, and, and he said we were powerless to help ourselves. It says, but that was good, for then we put everything into the hands of God, who alone could save us, and He did help us. So Paul is saying we were crushed, we were overwhelmed, but believe it or not, this was good because it helped us put it into the hand. Of God, So he's saying this discouragement, this defeat, this thing that seemed so overwhelming in life, it actually drew us closer to God and that was good. How many people do you know that have come to Christ because they were in pain? Maybe you came to the Lord because you were in a crisis or because there was some pain in your life and you were looking for answers and all of us had experienced D-Day, right? What's D-Day in the Christian? D-Day is divorce, death, disaster, defeat, depression, distraction, difficulty, disappointment. Maybe you came to God because you were in pain. Maybe you came to God because you were suffering in some way and that pain caused you to turn to Christ. And that's okay because again, I said that pain uh, gets our attention and many times pain could be used to draw us closer to God. Paul the Apostle said in 2 Corinthians 7, 9 says, I'm glad about the pain these people went through. He said, not because it hurts you, but because the pain turned you to God. So Paul the Apostle is saying, hey, listen, this pain that's happened in your life, I'm glad it happened, not because it hurts you, but because this pain has turned you more to God. The second thing, write these things down. The second purpose, pain will draw us closer to others. I want you to realize something that there's something about pain. And you go, how am I feeling today? Well, I want you to know we're going through pain, but believe it or not, your pain should draw you closer to others. Your pain ought to deepen your love. Your pain ought to uh, cause you to be more sensitive. Your pain ought to mature your love. Your pain ought to deepen uh, your heart and compassion for others. Let me just say that I've seen the most stubborn, self-centered people, prideful people, into themselves people, uh, all of these hard-hearted people, all of a sudden they, they experience some pain and they become real lovers. Uh, they become people that love people, people that are humble. What happened to them? Some, a crisis happened in their life. All of a sudden they experienced that pain and it drew them to other people. See, I've seen people like Mr. Grinch. How many remember that song, Mr. Grinch, right? A lot of us have said, you're, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You're, you, you're, real, you're really like a heel. It says you're, you're, you're cuddly as the cactus. You're charming as the eel. It says, Mr. Grinch, he goes, you're a bad, bad banana with a greasy black peel. And then I, I like what it says in this. He goes, you're a monster, Mr. Grinch. I'm not going to sing it, okay? He goes, your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. Your garlic's in your soul. Mr. Grinch, he goes, I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half inch pole. Why? Because Mr. Grinch is stubborn. Mr. Grinch is into himself. But I'm here to tell you today, sometimes Mr. Grinch, when they experience pain, can turn into a loving, uh, a good-hearted person 
And I'll tell you what, all of us need to know that we need others. Even when we're in pain, it should cause us this morning to go to others and to connect with others. Even, uh, even the Lone Ranger, if you remember him, he had his sidekick, Tonto, right? He, he might have been the Lone Ranger, but he had somebody with him. And so I want you to realize God doesn't want us to go through life independent, self-sustained, but God is saying we need others. Turn to somebody and say, I need you. Nobody's around you. Just look at the camera. Say, I need you. Hallelujah. The Bible says this in Genesis 2.18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. In other words, it's not just talking about marriage. I know a lot of us, we use it for marriage, husband and wife. But it's really, it's, it's mankind. That it is not good that man should be alone. In other words, we are made for companionship. We are made for relationship. It is healthy to have people around us. People that can help us along the way. People that can support us, especially all of us this morning. We need people around us, especially when we're going through some pain in our life. Pain ought to cause you to connect with others, not away from others. See, I'm here to tell you, you'll never grow through your full potential in life unless you have others in your life. And pain will cause us to do that. See, if you're isolated by yourself, you're going to be limited. You're not ever going to achieve what God wants you to be. And God wants you to be a lot better than you are than by yourself. And see, let me just tell you something. When you connect with other people, people will actually point out your blind spots. There's so many people today, they're by themselves, they're isolated, and they're never going to grow and develop in the people that they want to be. We need someone that will love us, that will be close enough to us, that will tell us the truth, and will help us along the way. We need that accountability around us. We need those people this morning. Now, the Bible says in Ecclesiastics, two are better than one. It says if one falls down, there'll be another one to help him up. This is why I encourage you to be part of our connect group. I encourage you to be uh, connecting here online with others. We need other per people around us. We need other people encouraging us. And when you're going through pain and difficulties and problems in your life, somebody is there to help you. See, whenever you're going through things in life, the question isn't why. The question is what. What am I going to learn from this? What am I going to develop from this? How am I going to become a better person? See, our deepest level of connection with others is through our suffering. You want to connect with people? I'll tell you what. When you're, when you're going through pain in your life, when you, you're, you're the most vulnerable at that time, and that's when you seem to connect. Look at what the scripture says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. By helping each other with your troubles, you truly obey the law of Christ. When you help each other in your pain, when you're going through problems this morning and you're suffering through different things that are happening in your life, this is when you're ministering to others. I'm not going to be able to get through this whole message today, but I'm going to go through this third point, and maybe next week we'll go through the next two. We'll see how it goes. But uh, here's the third thing that I want to write this down. When we go through pain, it helps us become more like Jesus. There's no one that we know that has suffered the pain that Jesus did. The Bible says he suffered the pain 
on the cross for all of us. And so I want to say to you this morning, if we're going to become more like Jesus, we're going to produce the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, uh, basically uh, meekness and self-control. All of these things, you know how a lot of these, these uh, characteristics of the Holy Spirit are developed in your life? Through pain. How do you learn how to love people? Through hurt. How do you learn how to have joy when you have grief? How do you have peace when you're in chaos? How do you learn patience when you're waiting? Basically, you learn a lot of these virtues that the Bible talks about through pain. That makes us more like Jesus. The Bible says Jesus was full of meekness, joy, patience, gentleness. And some people, instead of the pain making them better, it makes them bitter. But in actuality this morning, it's supposed to make us better. It's supposed to make us like Jesus. What did Jesus say in John 16, 33? It says, I've told you all of this, that, that, you and, that you'll have peace in me. He says, here on this earth, you will have many trials and sorrow, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And so God's number one purpose that he uses pain is to make you more like Jesus, to cause us to be patient, to cause us, uh, was Jesus ever lonely? Yes, he was. Was Jesus ever at a point where he was misunderstood? Yes, he understood the pain. Was Jesus criticized? Yes. Was Jesus betrayed? Yes. And a lot of us this morning, was Jesus tired? Was Jesus mistreated? Was Jesus tempted? Yes. He went through the pain of all of that. So I want you to realize today, through that pain, we can become more like Jesus. See, if, if God didn't spare his own son from pain, what makes you think we're going to go through life without pain? All of us are going to go through pain in life. And I'm here to tell you, you're going to become more like Jesus in the midst of your pain. I know this is not a popular sermon, but I want to tell you today, a lot of us right now, we're going through a painful time, uh, 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 isolation. Uh, we, we're not, we don't have a lot of the freedoms that we have. You know, all of these different things, you know, and, and we're dealing with depression and we're saying, friend, I know all of those pains that we're suffering, but friend, let it help you become more like Jesus. Let it make you better, not bitter. Here's what the Bible says. Hebrews 5.8, even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things that he suffered. So Jesus learned through suffering obedience in this flesh because all of us this morning have to live in this flesh. And how many would agree today that through this pain, amen, we can become, we can, we can become closer and more like Jesus. And Paul says this to the believers in the Corinthian church. He said this in 2 Corinthians 7, 11, it says, isn't it wonderful all the ways in which this distress had had goaded had goaded your you closer to God. In other words, this morning it had drawn you closer to God. He's he's talking to the Corinthian church, and this is what he said: You're more alive, you're more reverent, you're more human, you're more passionate. He said, you're more responsible. Look, from any angle, you've come out of this with a pure heart. Now Paul is talking to a group of people that have been suffering that have been going through persecution, that have been going through all of this. And he said, this suffering, believe it or not, has made you more alive, 
have made you more concerned, have made you more reverent, have made you more uh, uh, sensitive, have made you more responsible. He's saying all of this, this pain has transformed your life. It has made you better, not bitter. And he's saying this pain that you've gone through is significant. Let me tell you why this morning. Because pain causes us to become more resilient. Pain causes us this morning to have that bounce back ability. Nobody goes through problems and nobody goes through issues and has victory unless they have resilience. And I believe this morning that pain is going to teach us how to be more resilient. How many have ever met someone who said, well, I'll never let someone hurt me again. I'll never let other people do that. You're, 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 you're dumb. Because I want to just say to you that you'll never have relationships then. Because whenever you have relationships, there's going to be pain. There's going to be hurt. Well, I'm just going to, I'm not ever going to have a relationship. I'm never going to get close to people. So you're going to put block, walls up and you're never going to grow and develop. Well, I'm never going to let that employer hurt me. Well, then you'll never get a job because in every job that you get, somebody's going to misunderstand you. I'm just going to put up, you know, the walls around and then you're never going to succeed and you're never going to be the person you need. Winners and people that move on in victory have learned how to have resilience. It's called resilience. You have to learn how to develop resilience and you only learn that through some pain in your life. You only learn that through going through problems. And throughout the scripture, Paul the apostle talks about his ability to be resilient, yet he's giving God praise. His ability to go through the pain, yet he's giving God praise. I'm going to read you this last scripture here. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. It says, I've been put in jail more often. I've been whipped times without numbers. I faced death again and again. He says, five different times I've been whipped. 39 lashes. I mean, here's this guy. He goes, I've been whipped. He goes, three times I was beaten with rods. Talk about pain. Once I was stoned. Not, not, he was actually stoned with, uh, with rocks, okay? Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a night and a day adrift in the sea. I faced dangers from flooded rivers, dangers from robbers, danger from angry mobs. I faced dangers in cities and deserts and even in stormy seas. I faced dangers from people who claim to be Christians. I've lived with weariness and pain and sleepless nights. I mean, here's the guy that wrote one third of the Bible. And he says, I've been hungry and thirsty. That's painful. I've gone without food. I've often shivered with cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Besides all of this, I've had the daily burdens of all the churches that I've started. You think you've had a bad day. Look at this guy's laundry list. All of these things that he's gone through, all these things that he, and yet Paul's saying, I've been resilient. I've had the ability to bounce back. I've had the ability through all of this pain and all of these things that I've gone through in my life. He said, I've got to have the ability to bounce back and allow this pain to cause me to be more like Christ than ever before. For this reason, he said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, he goes, for this reason, never becoming discouraged, even though our physical being is gradually decaying, yet our spiritual being is renewed day by day. And so the Bible tells us over and over that throughout our suffering, throughout our pain, 
that God uses it for his glory. And I'll read you again uh, this last scripture here in Hebrews chapter 12. It says, Jesus endured the cross because he was looking forward to the reward. He was looking forward to what God had ahead. And so, friend, as long as we look at this earth, as long as we look at the outside, as long as we look at pain as a bad thing, and friend, I want you to know your pain, yes, it hurts. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it, it, man, it's hard to bear. It's hard to put up with. But I want you to know there's something in that pain that God's trying to teach us. I pray that even when we get out of this pandemic, you won't be the same person you were. I pray that the pain of all of this Conditioned, all the things around us make you a better person, cause you to get a different perspective. That's exactly what Paul is saying. It gave him a different perspective. He had a different perspective in life. He had a different perspective on how he viewed things. He didn't view them the same. Why? Because he looked at pain as something he can gain. So today, I want to just tell you today, you can gain from your pain. And today, God is going to use that pain, that suffering, everything that you're going through. I know this is not a popular message today. I pray this morning it has blessed you. I'm not even, I'm trying to look online here. I hope, I hope I see some amens here that some of you here are responding and saying, yes, pastor, I can relate to what you're saying. I can relate to what you're saying today. I, I relate to that. I've been through some pain in my, don't waste the pain. Turn to your neighbor right now and say, don't waste the pain. In fact, never waste the pain. That pain is to be effective and ministered to somebody else today. So I'm going to pray right now, and I'm going to believe God, that God's going to minister to you, that God is going to do something great in your life. And so I'm going to pray for all of you this morning in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your heartache, that God is going to use it for his glory. And there's going to be people that you're going to minister because of your pain and because of the hurt that we've gone through. God's going to use our pain to minister to someone, okay? So, Father, we thank you today that you're with us in the midst of our pain. Lord, not that we enjoy it, not that we love, not that we're in the pain, but we know, God, that when we're in pain, we're not alone, that you're with us. That, God, whatever we're going through, Lord, you're going to use it for your glory and for your purpose. That our pain today could actually cause us to draw closer to you that in the midst of our pain, God, we are being drawn closer to you more and more. That God is going to draw us closer to other people and it's going to cause us to be more like Jesus because Jesus was the example of what it is to go through pain. And even after that pain, there was the resurrection and today lives are changed because someone endured the pain. And so God, help us, Father, to use that pain. We don't want to waste the pain. We're going to gain from that pain. There are people that are hurting right now, that are going through things right now. And Lord, people that right now, they, God, today, that they don't realize the pain they're going through that's going to be their ministry to minister to someone else down the road. And so, Father, today, help us today, God. Help us to endure it. Help us to be resilient. Help us to press through and to trust you today. And we thank you, Lord, right now. Strengthen your people. Minister to your people. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we give you honor and we give you praise. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message from Praise Chapel Paramount. If you want to stay connected, follow us online with Facebook and Instagram at PC Paramount or visit our website at praisechapelparamount.com.